Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And you guys, we have some of our dearest friends in studio with us today. And you are in for a real treat. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff and we're going to get real honest. And you're honestly going to get like a little glimpse into just how we all have dinner together and are real with each other. Right, sweet? It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, we've got, we, we also have a producer with his finger on the edit button. To, He's like, to start I don't know about this. Anytime, you might have to push it. But we're so honored to welcome our, as Ashley said, dear, dear friends, Brent and Stephanie Evans. Um, we've known them for years, loved them for years. Uh, our kids are friends. Uh, Brent is also the CEO here at XO Marriage and is leading so faithfully. And uh, it's just an exciting time for the ministry. But we've gotten some messages recently about Hey, you guys talk about couple friends. How do you do that? How do you build those kind of relationships? And what's what's the point? Is it worth the effort? And we just want to have, when we, the first time ever on this podcast, a conversation specifically about couple friends. With our couple friends. With couple friends. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are in for a treat. Let's dive in. Well, you guys, I am so excited because we have some of our dearest friends in real life, or as you young people say, IRL. And so we're going to talk to them. I know this is so cheesy, but I, you know, we always joke about being old. So we are so excited to have Brent and Stephanie Evans here to talk about a subject that is near and dear to our hearts. And that is couple friends, like how to make couple friends, how to be couple friends, the importance of having couple friends and what it does for your marriage. And so we want to welcome you guys. Welcome. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. All day I've been singing to myself. Friends of friends forever. Really Give old the Lord's love up in. I love it. And uh, we don't own the we rights to that. I know. But and we do. We sway. We join yeah. hands. Old youth group style. Old youth yeah, group. What we did back in the 90s. So, yeah. No, but this is so cool. We've been getting messages, though, from folks like, you know, how do we make couple friends and the importance of couple friends? And and we've got the privilege of, of getting to serve alongside Brent and Stephanie. Brent's actually the CEO of XO Marriage, leading us in extraordinary ways. It's a great time for the ministry, new headquarters coming, a super exciting time. But then in addition to that, like we're all great buddies. Like we were just hanging out last night and it's just such a gift to get to do life with these guys. And so we just wanted to answer the question of, well, how do you make couple friends? Why is it important? But then also I have a chance just to highlight some of our dearest friends. And so- we're so glad you guys are here. Your words are so kind. I appreciate it. Keep going. You gave yes. me the best birthday card the other day. This, this, He's I love it. Very excited. It was, the card. Uh, it was, it was so funny because it was for Britain. It, it was from both of you, but Stephanie made a point to say, 
this is from Brenton. <laughs> it was this like romantic card that said, to the man I love. And it was like oh this romantic card. It was oh my God. so my sense of humor. You get me, man. That's right. You get the me. The bromance continues. I love it. it. I love you, man. I was, yeah, I love you, yeah. man. I, I love that I was movie. very confident. Yes. I mean, but I was very confident in my masculinity. Yeah. I was also very confident in our love for one another. I know. That I could deliver that card and it would be seen as what it was, as a true reflection of my love for you. And you turned 44 it. yesterday. It's true. Shout out to the double 44 club. That's right. Four. That's right. And uh, next year on our company, Healthcare, I get a colonoscopy. I'm excited, <laughs> Great. excited about that. I, I just turned 45. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Do. <laughs> the exciting so thing. These are the things friends talk about, guys. That's yeah. right. Or at least friends in their 40s. In your 40s. I was going to say, <laughs> right. Maybe. we're really aging ourselves in this one, <laughs> right out of the gate. Now, I want to say, like with Brent and Stephanie, we've known each other for years now, but probably one of my favorite things uh, in our friendship, you know, that about you guys is that I feel like we can all be very real with each oh, other. Of course. And we get each other's hearts Mm -hmm. and we can just speak the truth and not feel judged. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're right now, as this is being recorded, we've got kids. They have three kids. We have four kids, but they're all very similar in age. And and just kind of owning some of the the high moments, but also some of the hard moments. Like, I love that about you guys. And it's so refreshing. And I I think that, you know, one of the tips I would give for people looking for couple friends, it's you got to find friends like that that you can be real with. Yeah, and it's hard. It is hard. It yeah. is. Because you're vulnerable at some point. You're yes. you're opening up to friends. And I still remember one of the first times we had dinner with you guys. Y'all were in town for the conference. And it was at Tylicious. That place has gone yes. to kill, by the way. Oh. Uh, it's not as great as it used to be. But Tylicious. And we were having uh, dinner. And I was just expressing about how frustrated I was with our kids. Yeah. And they're driving me crazy. <laughs> and Dave gave an analogy. And I've used it a billion times since then. He was like, yeah, it's like, it's like the ear flick. The first one's not going <laughs> to get you. But at some point, those kids... Like, it's the 45th ear flick, yeah. and it's just... The one that draws blood. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, I feel so encouraged and so much better because I realized that there was other people out there that lose it sometimes with their kids, and I could yes. be, I could feel... I, y'all were my people after that point. I could feel uh, appreciated and understood that I love my kids, but sometimes they just drive me crazy. Yeah, yes. so now we just go... Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's the ear flick. Yeah. It, oh it, is. it is. It carries on. Yes. It, so... <laughs> okay, a story about the ear flick. You can edit this you guys, out if you need. This is hilarious. So we went oh to a friend's goodness. church for Father's Day. There is no edit button on this okay. episode, period. Yeah. And, yes. and so my... Uh, <laughs> like, we've never been the, to this church. They the don't kid, know us at they all. They don't know us at all. So in, in the kids' church, they have a Father's Day sheet. Tell us about your dad. And it was all these, oh, my dad likes this and that. What's something your dad says a lot? And Chandler, our 10-year-old, <laughs> put guys. flick flick, flick, exclamation point. But his handwriting is like so bad that, that L and I went together and it, it made it look like a cuss like word. A, like the F like word. F, 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 exclamation point. And I was I'm preaching serious. there this day. Like I was <laughs> preaching in a French church and he brings me this sheet. Look what I made for you. And I'm like, you showed this to people? Like I don't, I don't. And then I, said the words three times. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. So those people, ah, ah. So yeah. yeah, the flick, flick, flick thing. No, we, we have, I think I've kept that somewhere because it was just hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was, it's one of the humbling moments in our parenting journey. And I, I looked at Ashley and I'm like, this is why we get invited to marriage conference events and stuff that we never get invited to parenting uh, seminars. Yeah. So, But coming back to the subject in hand, all right, because we could just talk to you guys forever about anything and and it would it would be awesome. But since we're talking about couple friends, why don't you guys rewind the clock from before you knew us? And I know in many ways you probably feel like your life didn't start until you met us, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But I know that there was there was a time before we knew each other, the dark ages. I don't want to think about those times, but they were there. In those early years of your relationship, um, what did this this aspect of marriage look like? Of finding community, 
mm-hmm. um, you know, finding friends that you could do life with, uh, how like your individual friends, how that looked compared to like couple friends, just. I'm sorry. Sure. I, at what point do we get naked? We're supposed to close <laughs> off. Right. The second half. Isn't this a oh. naked marriage podcast? No, Stephanie's going to be the one to start first. She's she's better. She's a much better communicator than I am. So. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, well, I just think that um, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but um, you know, there's just different seasons for friendships. We think that yes. you know. Before you get married, you have a lot of either high school or college friends. And then, you know, if they're married or not married, it kind of can, you know, start to change the friendship. And then, of course, when you're newly married, you're looking for all your couple friends, you know, of who you can do fun things with. And then, uh, you know, into parenthood and all of that. So I, I think that there's just different seasons for friendships. Doesn't mean that, you know, they don't, they go away or, you know, I'm still best, you know, best friends with my um, high school friend, but we just don't talk that much anymore just because, you know, distance and, you know, things in, in life just tend to separate you. But, yeah. um, so I just, I think there's different seasons. Yeah, they're totally yeah, different. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, especially like I'm in my forties now. We've been married for 25 years. You know, what we found is, and I, I went to college, but I went to like four different schools and I was really kind of a, uh, an oddball in those schools. I didn't join a fraternity. So I don't have like strong fraternity ties to a school. And when I met Stephanie, we were part of my dad's church in Amarillo. So we kind of knew them, but two years later we moved to Dallas, kind of got involved here with, with different groups and different circles. We were way to, we were late to the game at having kids. So it took us for a while for us for having for having kids. So we were young married, spending time with a lot of couples who were young married. And then as people started having babies and moving around in different parts of the Metroplex, you lose sight of them. And then you have sort of your church friends and then you kind of have your work friends and then you have mm-hmm. all these different kind of groups of friends. Yeah. And if I'm being honest, I was fake in my twenties and thirties with most of them. I wasn't who I really was. I was always trying to be um, a certain person in certain circles in order to impress people or in, ter- in order to be, um, I guess, a little bit more likable in whatever situation yeah. I was in. And then I hit my forties and I was like, I don't care anymore. And I really is the most freeing thing that I've ever, I've ever I, felt. I love who you are. Yeah. It's about the time I met you guys. And I was yeah. just kind of going, you, got the you know what, if, if you, if you, uh, if, if I'm who I am in front of people as I am behind the scenes, I want to be that way with my friends. And, and if that's going to keep us from being close, then I don't think we're, Compatible. I'm talking about deep friendships. Yeah, yeah of course. Like where we can go out and have a meal and, and have honest conversations. You yeah. know, you're always going to have those those business circles that you run in where you kind of have to put on different hats, or church circles where you can't say the f word three times and uh, <laughs> expect them to <laughs> expect them to enjoy Invite the message back. that weekend. Uh, so it's it's just different. But I would say that now we're kind of in a season where we really do we enjoy spending time with couples who um, who have similar interests as us, but just really honestly want to. Um, be open and honest and vulnerable with each other and have real conversations. The earthquake thing was one of them, but there's been a hundred of those times where I can say something to Dave or to Ashley and there's no judgments. There's zero judgments. It's really difficult. Just giving everyone some therapy out there. It's really hard to find um, a husband and a wife who gets along with another husband and a wife. Yeah. It's very oh, yeah. difficult. Yeah. You're right. That, Cause yeah. a lot of times behind the scenes, there's one of the spouses that's like, I can't stand them or I can't be, I, I, they're, they're frustrated with the dynamic or the, yeah. the husbands click, but the wives don't. Yes. The wives yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and it really only don't. matters if the wives click. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, but, but even with the husbands, you know, there's only so much 
um, you, you can do together, like going on trips or doing certain things before it gets to be an irritation that eventually pulls you apart or right. you drift apart. And and so what we've found over the years is taking advantage of the opportunities that you have with a couple friends and really not being scared to put yourself out on a limb and, and invite them to do something adventurous, going on a trip or doing something that you might not have thought about doing together. But that's where you really learn about people is doing oh, yeah. travel yeah. together and doing yes. things like that. It's a make or break. It is. It really is. <laughs> and, and honestly, we found through the years you can be really, really close with some friends where you both do like the husband and wife both get along with the husband and wife, mm -hmm. but traveling, you may not be good travel buddies. Yes. Have you ever, ha yeah. have you found that experience? Oh, sure. Yeah. And it, I don't know why that is, but, um, it's just, it's the truth. Cause there's I always, think... there's always the one person <laughs> that dictates everything. Yes. yes. <laughs> and they're like, we're eating here. Yes. We're waking up here. And then there's also, the, there's two different kinds of people. There are the go, 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 go. And we're yes. going to do everything we possibly can within a 12 hour period. And there's other people who are like, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. yeah we just want to wake up when we want to wake up. We actually eat, had a couple of friends like it. Uh, yeah. when we were newly married. They were our best friends. I mean, like we did everything together and we decided to take a trip with them. And um, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, we just learned that we were not good travel buddies because by that third day, it was just, we just started making comments just started coming out. Right, right. <laughs> Irritants yeah. started coming out. And um, I remember we, I think all four of us got into a fight, like on the way home. <laughs> yeah. And um, you, you know him. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's easy to do because that's, yeah. that, that's really, it can, it can pro propel you to the next level of friendship mm -hmm. or it can kind of cause you to take a step back. But I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the, the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. You're, I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked. Inflation is out of control and it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a, a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it 
get that under control and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. I will tell you, like when you are in community with people and well, I'll, I'll give an example, like our exo marriage conferences, I'm going to give a plug to our exo marriage conferences, which are coming up. We start the season next month, yes. February, come to exo grapevine, which is in the Dallas Fort Worth area or exo Houston the following weekend. These events are great. Every time we come to these events, um, we, we meet groups that come together mm-hmm. and yeah. they'll wait in line and say, we, we came with our friends. This is something that we've started doing. And not only can these experiences bond you closer to your spouse, but when you share experiences like that with a small group from church or with some friends that are like-minded, that also want to grow in their faith, also want to grow in their marriage, that's when it, as the Bible says, is iron sharpening iron. You guys are really helping each other grow. And a trip like that, that has some structure to it because of the, our program, but then also freedom to be able to go out on the town and do whatever you like. It's a really good way yeah. to, to travel with somebody. So like, if you're like, well, I don't know if I want to just take a vacation with with these friends maybe a step in that direction is like let's go to the xo conference together mm-hmm. let's yeah. let's pick one of the dates coming in 2023 let's get a group of friends together let's road trip down there we're going to have time together just as a married couple you know and then also some time together with the other couples share what we're learning and the the people who do that that come in groups i think end up sometimes having the most fun yeah because they're they're not only able to share it with their spouse but they're able to share the experience with with friends as well. Mm-hmm. Well, we we got to meet a, a, a pretty big group. They said they've been coming to Exo Colorado for several years, mm-hmm. and they've grown each year. Mm-hmm. And um, and we saw them. They had to be staying in our hotel, and they were in the lobby, all just laughing together. Oh, they were having a ball. They were mm-hmm. so much fun, and, I, and it, it is. It's like you can see that. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something else too. Like you're going to grow deeper in your friendships when you share your faith, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. And that's something we all have in common mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. But I think what even brings it even deeper than even sharing your faith is being on mission together. We were actually talking about that today. There's something about, you know, like our, our friendship with Brent and Stephanie. We have others here actually present in the room, like the Gomez's, which you guys are going to hear from eventually. And some of our other exo speakers like Sean and Lynette, Lynette Reed and many others. You know, whenever we get together, even if it's been like a couple months since mm-hmm. we've actually been physically in the same room, mm-hmm. I feel like we go right back to where we left off. Mm-hmm. And there's just something so refreshing because I think it's that we're all vulnerable and very honest. You know, we share our faith, but also we have this mission that we're all on together to strengthen marriages. Like we all have that heart Mm -hmm. and it's just so cool. And I feel like over the years, I've just seen that grow and grow. Haven't you, sweetie? It's been just a really neat experience. Yeah. Being on mission together. It's, it's such a a gift when you can do that with, with friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's absolutely such, such a gift. And so it's, it's a gift being able to do this with you guys. Well, to tag along on that, it's, (laughs) Remarkable to me because when we go to our conferences, if I mention any of the couples who are speaking, we're all kind of uh, in the same spirit with one another. I mean, it's like if I say Dan Leanne, we all love Dan. Yes, and he's a great him. friend. And, you know, Naroop, whoever it is, Mark and Grace Driscoll, Ed and Lisa Young, Lewis and Kristen Ramon. All these people, they're, you, you talk about them and you're with them and it's like they're family. Very much. And we go to these conferences, it feels a, really much like a family reunion. 
uh, with everyone coming together in the green room. I may be overselling. That's the way I feel about it. No, I totally <laughs> we feel the um, total same way. Totally feel the and same way. When we, when, when we celebrated like last time for your birthday, it was the Martindales and the Reeds and the Gomez's and us and you guys. And, you know, just that's the people you're living life with. But you want to. It's not yeah. like you're forced to. It's like, oh, I got to get together with these guys this weekend. It's like oh. looking forward to it. And you text each other. Other times, you're not yes. just doing it for, for work, but you really actually like the people you're with. I think it's been really, really remarkable in the sexo journey is that there's a natural, organic thing happening with couples who are wanting to minister in marriages mm -hmm. that have a certain spirit about them that are actually enjoying doing that together. And it doesn't feel like competition. It feels like everyone right. kind of brings their own um, flavor to the to the mix. And it's really been fun to see. It's really been cool to see. I've, I've enjoyed it, at least personally. Yeah. Oh, we have too. No, I love it. It's one of the things I look forward to. I mean, we love, you know, we really love everything about the EXO marriage conferences, but being back in that green room is, is really special getting to connect with everybody and, and just hear the stories too, of people just like yourselves who are watching and listening to this and kind of what EXO has done for you. And, um, you know, cause all of us too, I think one thing we talked about vulnerability, none of us act like we've got perfect marriages because we don't, because we'd be lying because, yeah. <laughs> you know, none of us are perfect people. And so, but it's refreshing to be around people who are trying, we're all trying our best to have the best marriage we can, but also knowing that we're frail people and we're works in progress. And I think it's, um, you know, hopefully that's translated to the stage and this, the podcast all throughout the EXO marriage, um, podcast network as well. And so it's, um, you know, what, what you're hearing, what you're seeing is really who we really are, all of us yeah. in real life. And so, um, but we're, I, I think one thing about Brent and Stephanie, I want to say that I also think is really important when it comes to couple friends is you guys, you guys challenge us to be better. I, I mean, and I hope we do the same for you. I mean, I think that really good friends raise each other up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we, yes, we don't judge each other, but we also, we do hold each other accountable and we're there for each other. And I, I just feel like, I feel like that's the kind of friendship we have. And mm -hmm. I think that that that's the best kind of friendship, mm -hmm. you know, it yeah. is like a little bit of referring back to your, the scripture you quoted about iron sharpen, sharpens iron is yes. because when you are around people that challenge you to be better, you automatically rise to that. You do. You yeah. know, when you, I, I remember one time we were in a, a part of a life group and the leader kept telling us that she always surrounds herself with people that, who talk positively and just mm -hmm. their, everything they say is positive. She said, and you'll just notice that you'll just start talking positive and you'll start to notice other people when they are negative. And I think that same is true with marriage. I mean, you might see something, you know, maybe the way Dave looks at you or yeah. does something with you and it just kind of challenges, you know, you to, to step it up the, the same way. So it, it is like that. And it's, and it's not, that's what is, I do love about um, our friendship is it's not competitive like that. It's, it's really just a, a purity in yeah. the friendship that I love. Yeah, so I, I think that. that's important. You know, oh, it's, it's so good. Mm -hmm. You want me? You make me want to be a better man. <laughs> I just made that up. Yeah. That, was, that was my line. He said he loves you, man. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> I, you know, you guys are, are such a gift. Before we close, I want to. I want to. Um, for the people that are listening, they're like, "Oh, it's great. You guys have great couple friends. That's great. Yeah, yeah. good for you." But like. But the folks who've written us and they're like, "I I want that. Mm. You know, I want to be able to connect with." with a couple that helps me be better mm -hmm. and where I can be real and, and all those things. And they're like, I, I don't know, I don't know how, you know, and it can, it can feel intimidating almost, almost yeah. like Ashley's described as the first day of middle school. Like, well, can I, in can a, I sit here and, schooler. and, oh. uh, or, uh -huh. and, and putting yourself out there. And so just a few practical ways to be able to connect. And I think, um, 
church is always a good place. You know, the the small groups we've been in part, a part of over the years have uh, have really been a, a place to to connect. And I'll tell you this: every small group we've ever been a part of has always started out really awkward. Everyone, so awkward. Every, you can tell everyone. You can tell everyone in that small group is thinking, "Would I ever hang out with these people if we weren't assigned, if we weren't to, assigned right. to this small group?" Families the same way. Like, yes, yeah. sitting around Thanksgiving, like, would I hang out with any of these people <laughs> if we weren't related? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> no, maybe, but you know, you, you. But over time, over time, doing life yeah. together and really getting to know each other. Um, you, you can make some wonderful friends that way. And we've, yes. we've made great friends through the years that way. I think kids, your kids can be a great way to connect with parents. I know even for, for us in the Evans family, like, you know, our, our kids connecting and having also that connection being friends can help create more opportunities for us to get together, not only as couples, but as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of our times, I think friends can come from just other parents. If, if there's a connection with yeah. the kids, then maybe it's more likely that, parent connection can happen. Yeah. I think sometimes you have to cut out some friendships too. I mean, there's some, probably some relationships. If you're talking about people listening, going, yeah, that sounds great for them, but I don't have any friends. Well, you might have friends that are toxic. They might have friends that you shouldn't spend time with. Definitely. And I would find group because that might be what's also keeping you from finding other groups of people that you would want to spend time with. So I would encourage anybody out there that's looking for friend groups. It sounds cheesy, but start with the church level. I mean, find a church, but find a church that's got people that you're going to connect with. Yes. Because there are churches with different demographics, <laughs> older, younger, wherever season of your life you're in. You know, we're at Fellowship now and uh, Fellowship Church in Grapevine, Texas. And we have found that there is just so many people that are like us there yeah. that we can easily connect with. And, and so we've been able to really engage with them. And, and that's, that's been good, but I, I've been to other churches where it doesn't feel that way. Sure. So yeah. a church yeah. does matter. And then take a risk. I mean, at some point in time, I'm the kind of guy that wants to go, like, I'll I'll share too much really quickly. And it's like <laughs> that. go there. It's like that Seinfeld episode where he's like, good luck with all that. Yeah. <laughs> some people, so I, sometimes I can be too much. All of, so I've had to learn to be more like a guy with around guys and just talk sports or whatever. And tr- sometimes you have to adjust yourself in order to be likable. And I've been talking to my son, Luke, about he who wants to have friends must himself be friendly. Like you've got to be yes. friends and you've got to learn that sometimes what you're doing is not palatable for other people. Right. Sometimes it's annoying to them. So, so realize that and adjust it if you want people to like you. And I think that's a hard truth for a lot of people. Like sometimes people just don't want to be around loud people or right. sometimes you have to talk more, get outside of your comfort zone. If you want friends, you're going to have to do some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's been one of those seasons where, you know, we're, we're, we're open to, Meeting people, we're vulnerable, but are also quick to move on if we feel like, you know, there's relationships there that have, you know, red flags or dead ends. Yeah. You you only have so much time on this earth. Why spend it with people who make you miserable or make you feel bad about yourself? Yeah. yeah. Find the people that make you feel um, encouraged, you know, encourage you to do things better, whether it's your finances, whether it's your marriage, whatever it is. And I think that's the struggle for most people is they get stuck in a rut, just almost like being stuck in a small town. They don't know how to get out of those friend circles that they're in. Sometimes you just kind of have to um, cut the cord and take a, take a risk, take a leap. Yeah. We found that some of the best relationships that we have now in this season is because we were willing to walk away from some relationships and move on and, and take some risks. I don't, you, I don't know if you agree with that or not. but No, I totally do. And I would just like to say, I mean, it hasn't always been, you know, where we've had just a ton of great friends, even before you guys. I mean, there was a season that we were very lonely. We didn't have a couple of friends and it was very hard. We very much longed for it. And, you know, I would just encourage anybody out there that 
just to be vulnerable and to, you know, sometimes Brent and I both are a little bit like this. It's um, people that pursue us, you know, it, it, we just automatically are friends. So it takes us out of our comfort zone and we have to pursue somebody else. Right. So, you know, I just say put yourself out there and just um, be willing to go up and introduce yourself, even if it's so uncomfortable. And there's so many times that it is. I mean, but just, you know, learning how to talk to people, you know, figuring out how to have small talk. You know, that's that's such an art, you know, yes, of how to ask people questions and carry on a conversation. You know, we've actually taught ourselves how to do that. You know, it's not something that just happens naturally. So, you know, you might just have to put yourself out there and, and learn some skills, like you said, to and there's different levels of friends. I mean, there's some friends that are your close friends and those other friends that just go get a pizza with or whatever. Yeah. And you're just mm -hmm. having small talk conversations. It's okay. Not everybody has to be a, a level one friend. <laughs> Our best friend. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, I mean, there's, there's times where, you know, you just kind of have groups of friends where you're just casual friends. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's also friends that in your darkest moments, um, you can call them and they're there for you right. and you can, and you can be like, I just, I just screwed up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do I do here? Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, and you don't feel judged or anything. That's the friends that you want to come back to more often right. than, yeah. the, than the That's casual ones. Mm -hmm. Be that kind of friend, invest in those kind yeah. of friendships. The Bible says there's a, a true friend sticks closer than a brother. Yeah. Mm. And, and, um, I want to be that, that kind of friend, yeah. you know? So that's, and one other, one other verse I'll throw out there, cause we've talked a lot about kind of character in first Corinthians. I think it is, it says, don't be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Mm -hmm. And so when you're choosing friends, don't base it on charisma, base it on character. For sure. Uh, because character is what is at the heart of every every good friendship. And then be people of character ourselves. You know, if we want to be a good friend, we have to be people of character. And so I'm so thankful that that God has allowed us to have friends that have helped make us better. And and you guys, you guys are some of those level one friends to use yeah. Brent's term. I like that. <laughs> level one. Yeah. Level one. Of course. Of course. One, one plus. Yes. Like <laughs> one with extra. <laughs> no, but you guys are such a gift. Uh, love you both. Love your family. Uh, thank you for, thanks for being such good friends to us. Mm -hmm. yeah, and you guys too. We're excited about all that's to come. And for all of you guys listening, thanks for being part of this online community. We want to invite you to one of the EXO conferences like, like we talked about. And we're just a few months away from having the EXO marriage headquarters ready yes. for you to come visit in the marriage capital of the world, South Lake, Texas. That's right. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the, the preeminent building in the world dedicated to marriage. Yes. I mean, it's dedicated to help people build a godly marriage. And Brent, thank you for your vision and leadership and in, in bringing this to reality. And it's going to help people for generations to come and come visit. We want you to come visit. You can come see a recording. You can come experience it, come to the coffee shop. There's a lot there to see. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be amazing. You go to xobuilding.com yes. if you want more details. We love you guys. Thank you for being here. And those of you listening and watching, we will see you next time on the Naked Marriage Podcast. Bye.